you had a chance to bet on someone, would you bet on yourself? Well, you should because there's so much more to you than you have ever imagined. This is the All That You Can Be podcast with Yinka Jibril. Let's go on the journey learning how to live our lives by design. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in a window wonderland. Da 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 Hi there, fans of the All That You Can Be podcast. You are welcome to this time with me. And as you can tell, I am feeling very excited because of the season. It's a couple of days to Christmas and I'm so excited about the season and with good reason, honestly. Um, well, it's been it's been a wonderful year in many ways. Um, and when I say wonderful... Um, that is for want of using a negative word, which is it's been quite a tough year for so many people. And yet um, many people, I mean, for many people, it's coming to the end of the year. It's Christmas. I'm always excited around this season. I don't know about you. I hope you are. Um, but for many people, it's also quite a depressing time. It occurred to me. And how did I know this? Um, so I was um, just playing Christmas carols on a very low tone um, or low volume in the office a couple of days ago. And I was talking to my colleague and I said, oh, how are you going to spend Christmas? I'm looking forward to this one. You know, are you going to travel? Are you going to be with family? Are you going to be with friends? Will you be hanging out? Will you be entertaining? Have you decorated your house? I mean, I, I for one, I don't like too many decorations around this season. But then I do do some decorating, right? In its minimalist kind of way. So I would find unique pieces, maybe lights. Um, I'm not a great fan of Christmas trees, actually. For one very odd reason <laughs> which is that i usually don't know how to stop my christmas trees um at the end of the season so i feel like you need to pack it up real nicely and store it up somewhere so i don't know how to store christmas trees and so for that reason i don't like christmas trees that is very weird but <laughs> that's my reason right there right okay so i was talking to this colleague of mine and saying what are your plans over the holidays what are your plans for christmas and stuff right and she said to me she said you know what i'm not going anywhere i'm not going to go home at this time i'm not visiting my parents at this time i'm not going anywhere i'm just gonna wear a pair of stockings i'm not gonna cook i'm not cooking anything i'm just gonna sit in front of the tv and I thought to myself, I said, that's very odd. Isn't that boring and um, quite depressing, you know? And so she launched into narrating this story. And 
I kind of had a light bulb moment, light bulb moment, <laughs> when I said, oh, I understand what you're talking about. And so for a lot of people, right, um, we say it's a season to be merry, but then for a lot of people, they end up being very weary instead during this season. And um, I just said to her, I said, oh, right, okay, um, tell me, what are you going to be doing at this time and why is it that this season has turned out to be one painful season for you and then she launched into this narrative of growing up during christmas and how much work they used to do during christmas as as they grew up and how much cooking they would do and how tired and exhausted and really really burnt out she would be at the end of the day and how everyone else year in year out would empty themselves from their own houses <laughs> that's a very funny phrase empty themselves but empty themselves into their own house and then they would end up catering for a lot of people and how exhausting that was and how this preparation would have started days before and continued days after. And how even when they were making pastries, it had to be the same size. And I could see the painful memory attached to this season. And how fast forward in someone's life, they just feel like, look, I'm not in the mood to celebrate anything at this time. And I was, you know, really taken aback. So I said I was going to do a podcast, right? I was going to share with my tribe a few keys to having a wonderful time this season, not being burnt out. It's a season to be merry. Um, and sometimes there's this phrase people use or this saying people use that the more the merrier, right? So how when you catch up with loved ones, with friends and have a couple of times where you're having friends over or having a time out with friends, how that can really, really enrich your life. Because for for me, for one thing, it's been that year where we've had, I mean, it's it's been a, a very unprecedented year with COVID-19 and all the lockdowns that have happened. The world has still not recovered from meat. In fact, there are countries where there's still, you know, different kinds of tiers of lockdown happening. And thinking about all of that put together, it's been a tough year. And if you had a chance to spend it with loved ones, then you want to take that chance because a lot of people never envisaged that there would ever come a time when they couldn't spend time with their loved ones. And so, you know, I, I said, where is the balance point? Where is the balance place? There has to be a balance of where I want to spend time with loved ones and then where I really, really get to spend the time that I want. So I guess my first point then is be intentional about the season. Don't just let the season come upon you like a wave or like something um, unexpected or like actually something expected, but then you have no intentional plans for it. So you have to have plans for this season. And for me, I'm actually looking at how many days I have, how many of those days I'm not working and how many of those days do I want to go out. So I'm going to actually name each day and say to myself, 
if it's Monday, if it's Tuesday, if it's Wednesday, if it's a Saturday, what am I doing? How am I ensuring that I'm intentional about this season? What do I want to do? So I do have a little calendar actually for for this season, for the next couple of weeks into the new year saying, what do I want to achieve? Most definitely in the middle of that, I want to have some time to catch up with myself. And by catching up with myself, um, I'm going to be thinking about um, my goals for 2020 and how I've been able to achieve those and then which ones I need to be carrying forward into the new year. I'm not a fan of setting new year resolutions. I set goals, not resolutions, right? Because I think goals are more deliberate, more intentional, and you can pour yourself in the right amount into goals. And guess what? Goals are exactly that, things that you can um, measure, things that you can review, things that you can repurpose, or re-strategize on or start or stop so it's not anything that is fixed it's something that's supposed to bring some kind of development and traction and forward moving into my life so i'm going to be looking back at some of the things i said i wanted to do so i will be taking time out to do that and what that's going to do for me is that it's going to give me this sense that i am ready to turn over a page whatever that means i mean even if it just means that look I haven't achieved anything. I have, I have, I have. But then for a lot of people this year, the truth is the things that they set out to do were just thrown up in the air because of the unprecedented nature of this year. And in the midst of that, even if don't think like you haven't achieved anything, right? That's a trap. So I think that even if you've learned how to live in the new normal, whatever that is for you, that is an achievement and you need to become an expert at noting the achievements, even if it's some form of behavioral change or an adjustment you've made, that is an achievement so that you can really focus on the things that matter. Um, so that's the first point. I'm going to be intentional about it, take time out of my, for myself and do some reviewing. The other thing I'm going to do is find some time to just be grateful, find some time to count my blessings. For a lot of people, they've gone through a lot of financial stress in this period. They've gone through some kind of, um, you know, um, setbacks. For some people, they have actually made new connections, gotten into new businesses, found new jobs connected better with family because, you know, there were people got to talk more, you know, or you've built a brand on social media, you've learned how to use social media more because at some times um, and at some points it was like that was all we had to communicate with the next person, right? So if um, that is what you've done, you want to find time to just be grateful about the things around you, the fact that you're here, the fact that you're alive, the fact that you're not down and out, even if you feel, you know, there's this episode I did about gratitude having perspective or giving us perspective. I tell you, it's a good time to just sit and be grateful. Be grateful for the things that happened. Be grateful for the things that did not happen and the things you learned from the things that did not happen. Be grateful for the people in your life. Be grateful for the fact that you're just here at this time. You know, I think being grateful for life itself is such a positive and powerful 
self-affirming experience. It is something that makes you, and you know what? It works like magic because the moment you start being grateful for one thing, you just find that it has the snowball effect. It keeps growing. It grows bigger and bigger. So you start out not feeling grateful, but then the moment you start saying, and you know what? I'm going to tell you, if you are one who keeps a gratitude journal and that has all fallen to the side, you want to just pick it back up and start noting the things that you're grateful for. Start with a list of 10 and then challenge yourself to do a list of 20. And then guess what? If you're feeling really, really ambitious, um, then challenge yourself to do a list of 50 things you're grateful for. And then what will really surprise you is that there are 50 things to be grateful for. You start being grateful for the little things. And I tell you, the little things matter. It's going to be one of the things I'll talk about. The little things, they do matter. So find time out to be grateful. On such times, be grateful for the people around you, the people you learned from, the people who helped you, the people who did not, and how that has helped you. You know, there is always something to be grateful for. Then the third one I'm going to talk about is find time out to rest. A couple of days ago, I was sharing with a couple of friends. I said, did you know that you can actually learn how to rest effectively for your personality type? <laughs> I'm sure so many of you did not know that. But then do you know you can learn how to rest effectively for your personality type? And some people get time maybe off work, off business days, off your daily routine, off maybe doing school runs if you're a parent or you're on leave if you work or if you have a business, maybe you shut down for the year and so you have all this time on your hands and much like money that is not purposed for anything, it goes to waste if you don't have a plan for it. So that's how free time is. Free time is like free money. If you don't have a purpose for it, it always goes to waste, right? So don't take your free time and do nothing with it. Have a plan. Have a plan to rest. Put within that plan time to rest. And I wish I could start sharing with you the different types of effective rests um methods for different personalities but then that would take such a long time i could do i mean shout out if you want me to share about that because i tell you different personalities rest effectively in different ways some people rest by doing one activity or the other can you believe that for some people it is actually taking up an activity that helps them rest effectively however it wouldn't be a tasking activity so I could, I could, if you, if you want me to share that, just shout out, send me an email and I will share with you the different rest types for your personality. But then you have to really put within your program the, the rest time where you're shutting down and doing that thing that makes you rest effectively. For some people, it will just be shutting down to sleep. And I have a really funny story about around this one. So whenever I travel with my husband, and my kids and we go on holiday um i find out that for me <laughs> shopping can be quite therapeutic just walking through the shops and 
maybe sometimes window shopping, looking around, or if I have a budget, buying something. And then at the end of all of that, going to a spa and getting a massage or doing a body wrap or some kind of spa treatment to help me relax actually does it for me. So I get to rest in that way. It's very idyllic for me. Um, but my husband will never, he just absolutely hates the experience of just walking around through the shops. It just burns him out. So guess what? He would just sleep. He would shut down and sleep for hours and then wake up and eat and go back to sleep for hours and i used to wonder i'm like how does someone <laughs> how does someone sleep as much as this but then that is his mode of resting and so if you rest by just shutting down and sleeping don't fill your days with activities do find that time to rest because if you fill up the free time with activities then um nothing's going to happen so do whatever it takes for you to rest effectively because that's going to give you the energy to power start the next season and that's very very important for you so that you're taking time out you're resting you're restarting yourself and then you start to plan again right and so again another point for what helps you effectively um, enjoy this holiday is to then start to set new goals so you need to take time out to start to set new goals start setting new goals like i said sometimes you may need to carry over the goals that you have from the last year you're reviewing and you're asking yourself questions one of the ways to really get into setting goals effectively and setting actionable goals is to ask yourself powerful questions and the first place to start is what do i want what do i want to achieve why do I want to achieve it? What's going to help me achieve it? For what reason am I putting this on my plane, uh, on my on my plate or in my plan? Who are the people in my life? So with my different responsibilities in life, what are my goals for these different responsibilities that I have? Who am I? I'm an onion. I have several layers of myself. So with those different layers, with those different expressions, how do I want to function in these areas? What do I want to see? What do I want to achieve? And with that, what kind of resources do I have? Questions are really, really powerful in helping you set your goals. So for you to enjoy this holiday, for you to have a merry holiday and not a weary holiday, you have to start thinking about the future deliberately and intentionally. Consider the things where you didn't do so well, but guess what? consider and absolutely acknowledge those things that went well no matter how small they were you want to make sure you're not somebody who just sits down and just complains and gripes and gets depressed and you know just loses um, control and you lose hope you know if that is happening to you please speak to someone seek help if you need coaching you can reach out to me I offer life coaching for people. I mean, I do that um, on a consulting basis. But please 
reach out to somebody because sometimes you need someone to help you get out of your head. A lot of times what happens that help makes people get into this space where they are down, they're out, they're depressed, is that they are in their heads too much. So they're stuck there and they can't seem to help themselves. And guess what? That's why we have each other. Because if you have the next person, sometimes so simply talking about it can help just get you out of your head and get into what you need to be thinking about right and then the last one that i'm going to share which is such a powerful powerful tip is look for someone to be a blessing to this one is so dear to my heart and i think that was one of the things i was super super excited about because in addition to other times so i i'm i'm a family we're a family we like to give we like to share with others but most especially in this season I intentionally go out of my way to make a budget for giving. I call it my giving season budget, right? And I do put down a budget with a specific amount and every year it grows by a little bit more where I look for the chance to give to people, to look around, give to people to say thank you, give to people to say I love you, give to people to just acknowledge them and notice maybe the people who are struggling and give to them, right? And support them and help them and show them that they're loved and, you know, just reach out to someone around you with, with, with food, with with a blanket, with with water, with whatever it is that you have. Look around you. There is a lot of things you have that you may not use. Make sure they're in good condition and give them out to people this season. People are always, always, always so moved and so touched by that. Give in the way. Don't give out of pressure. Give what you have. But try to give to someone. Reach out to somebody. Guess what? Give somebody a smile. Give somebody a hug if you can. You know. But, you know, just make sure that you are giving. There is something about giving that is so powerful. Whenever you give, you feel like you've received. It's just so powerful. And that's what I call magical, you know. So find somebody to give to and be happy while doing it and be grateful while doing it. And so this is me sharing with you how to have a Merry Christmas. Not a weary Christmas. Don't be weary. At the end of it, don't come out on the other side weary. Above all, whatever is happening, be happy. You know something? Happiness is a choice and it's your choice to make. Nobody, nobody, nobody has the power to make you unhappy. I know sometimes that can be tough because things happen around us and sometimes things happen that are out of our control. When in the midst of whatever is happening, you can choose to be be happy. So I want to tell you, it's a wonderful season. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for hooking up with me, for listening to my episodes, for listening to the podcast, for giving me feedback, for asking me questions, for shaping the things that I talk about. I'm looking forward to the new year and taking this to the next level. And I'm looking forward to having guests on my podcast. Those are some of the things I'm planning for. So watch this space and do continue to send me messages, right? Send me your comments send me messages. If there's anything you're doing in this season to be intentional, do send me comments about it. And I love you so much. Be the best version of yourself that you can be. Merry Christmas. 
and see you real soon. Bye-bye now.